Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, Hear our player interviews before anyone else and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three! Hello and welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me and our retained list special, which is sponsored by RLS Print and Design Limited, which is Northampton's experts for brochures, business cards, flyers, posters, banners, and printed stationery. In fact, if you can name it, they can print it. That's right. Personal service is what they pride themselves on. So if you want something printing, go to rlsprintanddesign.co.uk. That's rlsprintanddesign.co.uk. Thank you very much for sponsoring the pod this uh, occasion. Um, It's got absolutely everything to do with the fact that we're doing the retained list special. I've got Danny and Neil with me. Danny, what would you have printed if you could have anything printed in the world? Anything in the world. Life-size cutout of Sam Hoskins, obviously. Um, <laughs> You've already got that, haven't you? Above the bed. No, no, it broke. It's on the ceiling. Oh, it broke. Yeah. It yeah. broke. When, when someone broke in to get the goat, then they got that as well. <laughs> yeah, they, they thought, oh, here's, here's a goat. I'll take that. What's that? Who's, who's that lovely-looking chap on that life-size <laughs> uh, printout? I'll just take that as well. Neil, have you ever thought about having a brochure done for your uh, side hustle? No. Um, <laughs> What's the size of hustle? Yeah, I can't talk about that on the podcast. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. I would print your P45, Charles. 
After, because little do the listeners know that this is, in fact, the second take as you got the sponsor's name wrong. I did, yeah. It was the website. website. The website you got wrong, sorry, yes. Yeah, so it's rlsprintanddesign.co.uk. Go over there and, uh, and and get yourself some some things printed. Yes, it's, it's a snazzy a website, by the way. It's a lovely website. Maybe they print websites, brochures, business cards, leaflets, and flyers, posters, roller banners, outdoor banners, to name but oh, a few. Love a good roller banner. Oh, do you know what we should do? We oh, should get, get, get one. yeah, get get a roller banner. Yeah, get one. Get a banner out that we could unfurl at Sixfields on the <laughs> first game of the season when we're all back to back there together. Watching the game. <laughs> what would we have on the banner? Last season was shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We haven't forgotten. Flyby banners have, have been done, haven't they? So mm. we'll just un, 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 unravel. I was going to say uncurl one. <laughs> curl curl one it out. out. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other conversation. Do they do pamphlets, Charles, at all? I believe they do do it. Oh, everyone loves a pamphlet. Oh, I love a pamphlet. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you were going with the pamphlet thing. Sorry. I think Danny just likes pamphlets, like pamphlets, doesn't like he? Pamphlets, they're, they're a great word, though. It's, it's it? the closest pamphlet. thing they do to books. I was going to say. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that's why his ears are pricked up. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so here Speaking we are. Speaking of Fritz we... being up. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, we're here for... Jonathan um, Mitchell. The retained list special, which is... <laughs> Obviously, Tuesday, John Brady, as promised, uh, released his retained list for, well, for this summer. Uh, players under contract for 2021-22, first of all, folks. Um, Michael Harriman, Fraser Horsfall, yes. Joseph Mills, Jack <laughs> Sowerby, Sean McWilliams, Sam Hoskins, Harry Smith, yes. Benny Ashley Seal, Danny Rose and Caleb Chukwamaker. Uh, out of contract, but offered new terms, Lloyd Jones, Ryan Watson and Scott Pollock. And then some academy players that have been offered pro deals, Max Dyche, Liam Cross, and Josh Flanagan. Um, and then out of contract and leaving the club, Steve Arnold, oh. Alan Sheehan, Mark Marshall, Ricky Corboa, Matt Warburton, oh. and Ethan Johnston. And of course, all the loan payers went back as well. Um, your immediate reaction, Neil? to the retained list as it came out. What were your thinking and thoughts? Uh, pretty much as expected, I think. I don't think you can you can argue with any of it. I think of the ones out of contract, I would have they're the only three that I would have offered something to as well. Um, it's a shame. Probably a couple of the players under contract are still under contract, but not much can be done about that, can it? Um, well, they did say, didn't they? John Brady did say that some of those will still potentially leave the club. Um, which doesn't got well. 10 of them. <laughs> I, know, I would imagine he's probably talking about potentially Harry Smith, Benny Ashley Seal, potentially. Um, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, it. if you want to talk about potentially, it could be any one of them, Neil. What's well, a good point? Yeah, I'll just go through all of them, shall I? Michael Harris, <laughs> yeah, yeah, potentially. Read the list out again. <laughs> Fraser Horseful, potentially. <laughs> uh, no, I think, I don't know. I don't think you can really argue with any of any of the the moves. That have been made or those that have been offered con- contracts. I thought it was interesting that Morgan Roberts and Alex Jones were invited to, to train with the squad in preseason, and I thought it was even more interesting, which is probably why Jeffy's not here because she saw this news and was like, "Well, <laughs> what's going on?" Uh, that Bolger's got an option in his contract, uh, and we're waiting on him. 
<laughs> see what he decides. <laughs> if he's yeah. listening, don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's already been made, basically pointed out that Lloyd-Jones, if he does stay, will be captain next season. That was the the gist of what I took from John Brady's post-match press interview uh, on Sunday. He said something along the lines of, well, if you just have a look at who was captain, you'll probably get a good idea of who we're going to be offering contracts to, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. And, and to be fair, I... I I thought in terms of Kian Bolger, I wasn't expect. I think I um, suggested that potentially there was a clause in the contract that maybe if he played so many games, then he'd have his contract extended automatically, or at least he'd have the option to. And maybe that was why he wasn't actually getting any game time, because there were those couple of games, weren't there, where Lloyd-Jones just seemed like he was dead, but carried on regardless. Captain Leader legend um, kind of material there. Um, well, I imagine. And Bolger didn't come on. Well, I imagine it's probably a case of us trying to emphasize to him that he's not in our plans. So, probably not worth taking up that option if you've got the choice and, and try and find a different club. Why, why do you think he actually would stay? I mean, I, I'm not. I'm, Guaranteed money. Guaranteed club. I know, but we we try and be. I, I say we try and be as nice as possible to people. We, we're only ever talk about people's ability that we can see, don't we? We never, hmm. you know, we don't know any of the players whatsoever. So it's not like well, hold on, I we think can Danny turn knows around and Sam Hoskins quite well. Oh well, yeah, he knows him intimately. But that's um... <laughs> <laughs> a breaking news for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, if I was if I was Kian Bolger, in fact, if I was Sam Hoskins, I'm quite surprised Sam Hoskins has stayed around for the abuse that he gets. Uh, from from a, a fairly large portion of the the fan base, um, why would you stay? Why would you stay? Why would you stay somewhere where you're clearly not liked or or wanted as a player? I mean, just yes, the money side of it obviously is is a thing, but his option is only going to be for one more year. Surely, it's not like the option is going to be five years, stay until you retire. Well, you don't know though, do we? Like, because as a fan base, we've obviously made up our decision on him that he's not good enough and we don't particularly want to keep him. You actually don't. In September. Yeah, you actually don't. In September, yeah, you don't You don't know whether the club actually feels differently, do you? They might have, and it might be a case that, you know, for all we know, Brady and et cetera have been talking to Bolger about, you know, you're going to sign this extra option and stay and get us back up into League One. And we don't know, but he might have been like, no, I'm not. Of course I'm not, which is why he hasn't played. You just, like, it's, at the moment, it's just conjecture and guessing, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, of course it is. Of course, it's, like, it's um, probably going to be like an option weighed up against other options as well that he gets, isn't it? As well, like you'll probably have other options to to weigh it up against to to see because he's probably on League One wages and like he was brought in as captain, wasn't he? As well, wages, so, isn't I can he? imagine it as be quite high wages. So that's that's the bit that worries me a bit that he's like a, he's someone who hangs on on big wages like we had before with like certain individuals, table. yeah. No, name, Who no, is no, looking no. resplendent, by the way? <laughs> oh, have you seen oh. his like bronzed look in his? What was that Ooh. picture for? I don't Instagram, know. Charles it was his Instagram was... profile pic. It was his Instagram profile pic. Yeah, he looks uh, like an Adonis. <laughs> he does. Bye, Ash. <laughs> Getting <laughs> back in there, didn't we? Getting back in. <laughs> oh dear, um, terrifying. Um, <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> There wasn't many, or there weren't any surprises, really, were there, Danny, with this list? I mean, normally you get a bit of a shock, one or two, 
Um, I, th- I think if you think back to last season, last year, um, well, Jordan Turnbull was a bit of a shock, wasn't it? I mean, I know that it was explained as to why, but everybody kind of went, really? Mm. You're not going to offer him a contract? There's been none of that this time around, has there? No, and I think we all predicted it as well. It's it was pretty. You could pretty look look at it and look at the list and say who who was going to get keep, who was going to keep, and who wasn't. The only one, maybe not really though. Mark Marshall would be potentially be an option in League Two, but it's it's still not like a devastating thing that he's gone, is it? Or it's not been offered new terms. Um, I said just get rid of all of them after the after the who did we Blackpool game. Um, so yeah, it's it, the the interesting thing now is just who, who signs out of Jones, Watson, and Pollock, and if we can get those three signed up, then that'll be a decent start, I think. But do you think that's realistic to see those three in a cobbler shirt again next season, Neil? No, any of them? Pollock, I would imagine, is a. Is, it, it, I think he'd be crazy not to, to not to sign. I mean, I think he indicated as well, didn't he, on on Instagram. He's looking forward now to next season and stuff. So I imagine he'll sign and that'll be a pretty swift, easy decision. I, Ryan Watson is, without question, going to have offers from League One. Um, and Lloyd-Jones will have offers from League One, League One as well. Uh, so I think it's going to be really difficult because Ryan Watson's probably had his best season of his career for us, hasn't he? Uh, well, actually, For anybody, career, probably. Not just for us, yeah, sorry. His, his whole career. Um, so he's definitely going to be one that teams are going to look at and Lloyd Jones is, I mean, he's was originally with Liverpool, wasn't he? He's been at Luton and stuff. And he's one of those names that people will see. And he did well for us to be fair. So I, yeah, I can't see those two, but I can certainly see Scott Pollock staying. Yeah, I think so. I mean, what about the, the, the lads that are leaving then? Um, obviously there's, well, the the big thing I would say is that there is no goalkeeper whatsoever. Obviously, Jonathan Mitchell has uh, that's an improvement. Gone, gone, back, <laughs> gone back to Derby, and uh, Steve Arnold has has been released. I feel quite, I feel quite bad for Steve Arnold because I, I've heard rumours, and these are only rumours, and I've only heard it from one place, but that the injury that he suffered, what just before Christmas was it, or during the Christmas period, may even end up meaning that he has to retire. Um, as I say, that is a rumour. I do not know that for, for definite um, or anything, but I would feel, oh, I, I just, I can't help but feel bad for him as a person that he's not played any football for at least the last five months and now he's been released from his contract. Well, you know, he's not been offered a new one. Um, will we ever see Steve Arnold playing again just a bit sad. Yeah, really. I hope so. I hope you do because he seems a good bloke, doesn't he? And like reliable. Um, like never really moaned when he was not getting in the first team, did he? When he was going in and out, so um, he'll be an asset to somebody still, I think. So a Wembley hero as well. So yeah, absolutely. Hope you find yeah. something. Another uh, Wembley hero, Mark Marshall, as well. Set up. Was it Sam Hoskins' yeah. goal? Yeah, yeah, that was the one that sealed it, wasn't it? Little Sambo. I mean, you, I, I, I'm a little bit surprised that Marshall hasn't been given a, a one-year deal. League Two depends on the wages again, though, doesn't it? And like, if he like triggered something last season or something when we went up to League One and it's not been triggered back again, can we use that money better? Probably, I'd, I'd say. Um, it's probably a little bit. Is he? He's a little bit of probably of a luxury player, actually. Mm. 
that he's, he's not going to play 46 games a season. It's whether he fits the profile of like the developing players as well that they're looking for, yeah. isn't it? It's not really like the older head that you that we were talking about last week is not like that type that's going to be the experienced head that's that's going to drag everyone in and is he just doesn't feel like that type of player. So no, I think it's an understandable decision. Actually, I think yeah, it makes sense. We've never really seen the best of him either, have we? I know he's no, in and out. He's shown it in little bits, little flashes here or there, but he's not someone that you. I certainly wouldn't put my hat on and say yeah. Oh, he's he needs to be in the starting eleven every single week. He's brilliant. So on that basis, get rid of him and see if we can get something better. Yeah, I mean there there have been some interesting links already made, haven't there, to us that I've seen on the on the old Twitter. <laughs> as as the merry go round started again, yeah, have you been I, on I EFL Hub has. again? I believe it has. Charles has um, been ringing Team Talk to listen to the rumours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've not gone that far, uh, I'm afraid, no. Uh, the only thing, thing, so we're, as we're recording this, um, Burton released their um, retain list today and uh, a, a certain John Joe O'Toole is on that list of players that has been released. Would you have him back? Uh, yeah, I would have him back. On as uh, an as an experienced head on a acceptable wage in League Two for someone that you would have to say is probably not going to play forty six games either, um, but I think he could be a, a handy person to provide experience to in the midfield. But having said that, I think I might have just talked myself out of it. So no, <laughs> not you say handy, you yeah. said handy person. I'm just imagining John Joe with a toolbox now, just walking down. <laughs> handy uh, it's, it's, it's romantic to say, yeah, let's get him back, isn't it? Actually, but is he the sort of person? Is he a leader? And is he that? He's not like an Ian Taylor character, is he? Um, I know he's obviously not on the same ability as Ian Taylor was either, but he's not the same sort of character in that respect. Mm. He's always been a little bit de- divisive. So I think probably actually thinking about it, probably not. I've gone. I've gone all the way around the houses. How about thirty-eight-year-old <laughs> Luke Varney? Oh, about him. Hey, him, in. him in for fun, doesn't he? Where, where, where was he last playing? Was he? He was at Fleetwood, wasn't he? For and that was at Burton as well. He's on the same list. Oh, is he on the same list? Yeah. Right. Okay. Did he? Did he played, play for? Played Burton. four times for them. Didn't score. But... <laughs> oh, he sounds perfect. <laughs> he ripped it up for Cheltenham, there, didn't he? When he played there, I mean, he did. True. Um, probably the same kind of vein as Andy Williams in a way, doesn't he? And. Obviously, uh, players that have scored loads of goals that have been released. Uh, Mo Isa, that I've noticed, is <laughs> <laughs> on the transfer list at, at Posh. Well, is uh, he on Mo. the transfer list or has he been released? He's on the transfer, on the transfer list. list, yeah. 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 One goal, and, uh, Broom. <laughs> we can count them out then, can't we? Yeah. I, I would out of that because that, that was interesting. We need a bloody Isa to get him. Charles, you just got it, Charles. He laughed politely. Oh, he means an answer yeah. from a that, that, that was a polite uh, laugh at first, wasn't it? And then, uh, it was a polite <laughs> laugh, and then I was like, oh, that, that tickled me. Um, yeah, no, I, I'd quite like to see Broom at the Cobblers in, in League Two, if the money was right. I mean, obviously, we can't be going around throwing transfer money at places. That's, I wouldn't that's not going to happen. No, I'm not saying it will happen, but it it'd be a nice player to have. Oh, yeah, absolutely, but you know we're not going to be able to. He would be on decent wages at Peterborough. He's going to want League team. One. Yeah, it'll be a team. You know, someone that's gone up to League One will we'll take him, or someone sort of bottom half of League One this season will take him. Mm. You went to? Did you go to Burton last season? Online, didn't you? 
Oh, yes. Yeah, he was on loan at Burton. Yeah. I don't think he really did much for Burton either, to be honest. But then again, how would I know? I've not really been watching them. Um, It's no surprise, is it, really, that Jimmy Floyd has released John Joe? (laughs) No, not really. Not at all. Let's be fair. He didn't really like any of our lot when he was in no, charge here, did he? I can't envisage that they get on very well. <laughs> no. <laughs> when, did, um, when did Jimmy take over? December, maybe. Just trying to see how many times he played under him. It wasn't, he, he played like four times this, this calendar year. So. Uh, that's probably the amount of times then that he's played under Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, to be honest. I did. I mean, the one thing with that is that because um, who was it? Was it Nigel Clough that was in charge beforehand, or no? There was someone else, wasn't there? If in doubt, Clough. And... Yeah. If in doubt, with Burton, just say Nigel Clough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but whoever it was wanted to make him a, a centre back, didn't they? A ball playing centre back, and that apparently didn't work out too well. He spent far too many times fouling people than actually didn't winning he, the ball. Didn't he play a centre back against us? Did he play? I don't think he did play. Did he? Did he not? He was, no, but he was, I don't, yeah, he was playing centre back at that point, wasn't he, for Burton? Yeah, I just remember seeing a you know like a video doing the rounds on Twitter of him basically being lobbed at the halfway line, and then the player, the attacking player, running through clean on goal to score. Basically, John Joe was well out of position and uh, playing in midfield when he should have been playing in the back four or whatever it was. I just remember that video and just thinking, yeah, he's not really a defender, is he? Let's be honest. What's he doing there? What about um, Rocky Colboa, Charles? We're loving him at the start, aren't we? Oh, he had that game, didn't he, where we're like, wow. Wimbledon, (laughs) the first game of the season. Was it Wimbledon? He scored. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, he he scored. Him and and, uh, Bagel both scored, didn't they? Bagel with a delicious free kick. Lovely. And uh, and then Ricky Corbeau with the second, I think, and uh, yeah, it was lovely. But he's, he's not he's not done enough, is he? John Brady talked a lot about trust, didn't he? Uh, a few weeks back, I think um, he said about. I think he was asked maybe about his substitutions and things and why it was more or less the same eleven every single week. And he basically was talking about how he couldn't, he didn't feel like he could trust some of the players to do the things that they were being asked of because they're not doing it in training. So how can he trust them to do it on a match uh, or in a match rather? Ricky Corbeau was one of those people for definite. And I think he was talking a little bit about a bit about Chuck Wemaker as well. I think um, the problem with, with Rocky Corbeau was that that first game against Wimbledon, he hadn't had time really for Keith Curl to <laughs> beat the football kick it out of him. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was still playing with a bit of freedom and, his old way of playing, and then by the time Curl had got his teeth into him, then unfortunately, he probably lost all confidence and lost any spark that he potentially might have had. The shame, the real shame with both Rocky and Bagel is that they were players that were plucked from non-league and and in a new way of you know recruiting. For, for us, you know, for years, we, you know, fans have been talking about, oh, look at how Peterborough do their recruitment. They pick somebody up from non-league and then they sell them for millions like Dwight Gale or, or you know, was it Marcus, did Marcus Madison come from non-league? I can't remember. But, you know, these players, and it's a shame that one of those two didn't go on to be better than they really were and to make a bigger impact for us. I it's think. like um, 
do you remember when was it Gary Johnson that signed Marin Posgain and Lombard <laughs> Sarah? Oh, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> it's like that. We've got these two fantastic, or oh, they Austrian, were they? Yeah. Fantastic young Austrians. They come as a pair. They're brilliant. They are. Come well, as a I've, pair. They've done, they've, they've done things that you won't ever see on a Brent football field. Yeah. And then, oh, oh, dear. It's like Brent Raheem. Do you remember him as well? Oh, goodness. He scored a good goal, though, Brent Raheem. What's well, only Ricky Corbyler? Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. I wonder whether that'll be the end of our let's look into non-league for 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 gems. No, <laughs> I know, don't think it will be yeah. with Brady. No, I hope not. It's yeah. not <clears throat> We're not doing that again. I got the feeling Brady probably knows a little bit about the non-league I scene so. and like has contacts there and stuff. I think I'd like to think anyway. I hope so. Um, good to see the three. Uh, academy players being offered professional deals. Max yeah. Dyche, Liam Cross, and, and Josh Flanagan. Josh Flanagan is the one that I don't know anything about. So while I'm talking about Max Dyche, I'll uh, I'll let Danny go and find out his biography. Um, <laughs> I wonder though, Neil. If, uh, <laughs> no, no pressure, Danny. <laughs> no pressure. Go go do some googling. Um, I wonder if uh, if Sean's going to be sort of mulling over his uh, contract, his son's contract, and just sort of going, "Yeah, there you go." <laughs> sorry, sorry, That's a great impression. Sorry, brilliant. I thought he was sure in. Sure, Deutsch. Sure, Deutsch. Sorry, it. Throwing a, bag, um, throwing a bag of worms, you'll be. Right. I would imagine that Sean Dyche will will be pretty sensible. I mean, Sean Dyche is from the area anyway, isn't he? He's from Kettering. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine he he'll be pretty sensible and will say, you know, look, they're a good club. Of giving you, you know, your first professional contract makes sense to continue your development there, and then I'll take you wherever I am in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love you when you're uh, de- more developed, son. Yeah, come on, yeah. come on in. Um, it's 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 really good to see that those youth teamers are getting at least the option to take on a, a first team contract, a pro contract. I mean, I know that there's a, a lot of ridiculing goes in, doesn't it, to this whole player pathway thing. But at the end of the day, that does show that there is a link way, there is a way in to the first team squad. It, it doesn't say that any of those are going to end up starting next season. You know, I don't think we should get carried away with it. At the end of the day, they're probably going to be having been offered quite, low terms um you know wage wise so they're they're still ones for the future rather than ones for next season aren't they yeah i think so it's impossible to say isn't it really um speculate it neil come on well no i won't Um, all right (laughs) i don't know i think it's interesting isn't it it's yeah the success rate we have of youth team players that get sort of thrust into the first team environment is relatively low still. I know we we talk about player pathway, et cetera, et cetera, but actually the success rate, I think it's probably the same across the board, actually. It's, you know. All clubs, you mean? Yeah, generally, I think, you know, out of, you know, say if you give five youth teamers a professional contract, one or two might go on to have a, pr- a proper professional career, I guess. It's just, just how it works. Um, so impossible to say at the moment. We haven't even really seen them properly, have we? We've seen Max Dyche, for a short period of time and Liam Cross for a very short period of time. Um, mm. So impossible to say, but I, I always think it's better when a, when a select couple are offered professional contracts 
as opposed to right the following 10 youth team academy players because it feels to me that actually they're the three that have got something about them and they possibly could make it yes yeah i agree with you there without having seen them properly and having no idea yeah of course but it feels a little bit more selective doesn't it than just sort of going right class it's your year you move up kind of thing um yeah I, i was going to say about like you know, when you talk about across the board, the, the the problem that clubs like us have is that all the really good prospects they 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 leave before they even see their like fifteenth birthday. Usually, under this whole elite player performance nonsense, so all the big clubs snap them up dead young, and that leaves. I don't mean this to sound really really horrible or negative towards those that are left in the academy but that leaves you with you know the the lesser talented or at least the ones that weren't looked at as being as higher prospects so think of it this way Carney Chukwamaker who is Caleb's younger brother I think is at Aston Villa and has been you know on the bench for them a couple of times um there's there's talks of I think I saw a rumor a few weeks back about Spurs looking at him and you know there's a real prospect there but he came out of our academy when I think he was 14 or something like that and went to Villa whereas Caleb didn't Caleb was left with us so poor Caleb <laughs> no poor Caleb um, but you know it must be it must be hard especially knowing that your brother has been picked up by a bigger club and that you weren't. I mean, maybe that's what he's holding out for with the the fact that we know a pro contract has been offered to him and he's just, so far, not wanted to sign it and is staying on his his youth development contract or whatever it is that he's on. Has he shown enough, though? How, like, cause well, I, no, I, I, that's a different conversation, but, I, you know, I do agree with you. I don't think he has. He's shown enough to be on our books as a professional footballer, don't get me wrong, but has he shown enough to be talked in the, the likes of you know, Aston Villa and stuff. I mean, I, I haven't seen anything of that yet. I'm not saying he hasn't got potential and he isn't a good footballer, but I haven't personally seen any of that yet. Um, but there must be something about him. Well, yeah, there's got to be something about him for, well, for Brady first, well, Keith Curl first of all, to put him into the first team squad setup, And then for John Brady to to keep him in the, in the match day squad. Um, and and use him, bring him off the bench, and even start him. I think in one game. Um, so he's got to have something. But I I do agree with you. I don't think he's maybe as good as some are making out that he could be. I mean, the the caveat with that is that we haven't really seen enough of him. Yeah, you know, we haven't. He hasn't really been given that chance to to go and play. I saw an interesting thread on Twitter the other day, which was about Ivan Tony and about how it was the Portsmouth game that Wilder put him in at half time. Uh, he took Emil Sinclair off. I nearly said Emil Heskey then. Uh, <laughs> he took Emil Sinclair off at half time, and Tony came on for him. And that was kind of like the beginning of, of Tony's real thing because it took some guts for Chris Wilder to throw in a kid of what would have been about 17, maybe 17 or 18 in Ivan Tony in that, that time. And I mean, he was rewarded, you know, with a, what about five or six goals that he score in those last few games. So 
it does take some guts for that to happen and for for a manager to go and do that. Um, I know I know some fans on Twitter have been saying that it should have been he should have been starting more games and and this that and the other. But obviously, we're not there to see what's going on in training during the week and what he's doing. And I think John Brady's talked about he's off the ball not being good enough um, before. So. There's obviously reasons behind as to why he's not felt to be ready yet. Yeah, I mean, he, he makes things happen, right? And he he does he does make things happen. I, I think I just want to see more of him, really. Uh, mm. The off-the-ball stuff I'd be interested in because John Brady's got a lot more football knowledge than I have, of course. But I'd be interested to know a bit more like, what he means by the off-the-ball stuff. Is it just his positioning and, that needs work? I think is he's it, tracking back as well, isn't it? I mean, he doesn't... He, which for is, me, which for me like is bullshit. Which for me is still. Really? Yeah, look, he, he, you know, I think there's an element of, of helping the team out and stuff, but if you're a creative attacking player, just let them be a creative attacking player. Mm. Best yeah. way in the world, look, and this is, you're going to laugh, but Lionel Messi... He doesn't track back. Oh, I don't know. He doesn't. Watch him. Watch him. He, like, yes, he, he he will he will chase the ball. If he loses the ball, he'll chase after it and stuff. But yeah. he does. He, but he doesn't. If he doesn't like tear back fifty yards when you know the other team's attacking, he will hang around up front and stuff. That's you know, like, like so. I get the point. I just think sometimes there is that there is that tendency, especially at League Two and a little bit at League One level to to almost ignore sometimes ability. Well they don't work hard enough. Well they don't they don't they don't track back enough like you said. And that might not be the case by the way, but just as an example, it's one of those things that well actually, you know, if they're talented and they can create something from nothing and then make things happen, let's work that and you know, slowly but surely work on them in a game environment with that sort of stuff. I don't know. It's just I just think it's a bit of a you do need people that will work for the team like Sam Hoskins and you do need people that will track back. You also need a, a touch of quality around there as well. Absolutely. Um, Danny, have you had enough time to get RLS print and design to print out a, uh, a pamphlet on Josh Flanagan? Uh, yeah. Pamphlet and a banner already. Yeah. Nice. Ooh, a banner. So nice. Yeah. He's um, his defender, obviously Charles, you should have known that he was, he was in the squad for the Shrewsbury game earlier in the season. Keith Cole threw him on the bench. Oh, so name that bench in a few years' time. We'll be coming back to that one. <laughs> um, so yeah, he was given uh, Keith Cole was the instigator of that. But yeah, defender Charles. So which uh, yeah, that, that's all I can. That's all I've got. That's fine. That's all we need, really, isn't it? I would say. So let's just move it forward a little bit. Then obviously there is a lot of things that will need to or positions that will need to be filled. Um, Firstly, being a goalkeeper. Now, I want to actually talk about the goalkeeper position for a moment, guys. Um, I think it's fair to say that it's been a bit of a problem position for us, probably since we last, well, won League Two in 2016. Since Adam Smith, and and in fairness, since, what, four or five games into the 16-17 season, we've, we've kind of needed a goalkeeper, haven't we? Yeah, I was I was happy that both of them were going though. To be fair, I just think we need a reset in that position and like a solid someone to come in and 
just be the number one and just like get someone in who's experienced in League One, League Two that just is a solid appointment. Like there's not a loan, he's not, you know, he's not unproven. We, I just think we need someone in there that's just we know he's going to be the number one, and then get a a young up and coming person to learn from him behind him. I think it's that simple to me. I never like having a goalkeeper on loan. No, I don't know. It's that that whole thing. Even when we had uh, so Lee Nichols is one that comes to mind. I think he was at Wigan at the time that he came on loan to us, and I, I always just remember thinking, okay, yes, he's good, but then at the end of the season, he just goes back to his parent club, and it's it's highly unlikely that they'll return. So, what have you really got for it? I know that is the same for any position across the whole of the team, but goalkeeper is a very very demanding position and one that you really want to have a I think a, a stalwart if you like or a stalwart however you say that um, Alex O'Reilly Charles was- Alex O'Reilly yeah oh, oh, Keith Welsh just getting in <laughs> exactly. I agree by the way I think the goalkeeping position isn't a complicated oh what's going on there Danny's playing with his microphone so was that me he just fell over the microphone just fell over two seconds <laughs> Oh, we'll just let, we'll just wait for Danny to reset. <laughs> Danny's having there a great time. Danny's loving it. There you go. That's lovely. There we go. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> just the mention of Alex O'Reilly made me drop. <laughs> Do you know though that that works for me because Keith Welsh was the number one, you know, standout. He was definitely number one, wasn't he? And then you had Alex O'Reilly as his number two. And I, and you know, I'm not saying that Alex O'Reilly was brilliant, but he was learning from. Keith Welch at the time, wasn't he? And and that's the kind of thing you're talking about having, isn't it, Danny? Yeah, but he, he was on loan as well, though. I wrote it, wasn't he? Even that, I don't like as much. Like, I'd still yeah, rather want to. Was he on loan from West Ham? Yes, I think he was. Yeah, yeah. But even that, I'd like just just get someone in who's who we can develop and who's not just going to sit on the benches. Because if you're coming on loan as a goalkeeper, you kind of half expect to play, don't you? Like you don't want to just sit out the season on, on loan on someone else's bench when you're probably going to be on a bench anyway. <laughs> like the the goalkeeping position is the easiest position on the pitch to fill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I wonder yeah. what you were going with that. <laughs> Not, like, are you saying that you could play in goal, Neil? No, I've played in goal once, Charles, gave a penalty away. So um, we won't talk about that. Um, I, <laughs> I, it's an easy... Yeah, I just think, it's like Danny's absolutely right. Just get someone, solid goalkeeper in goal, and then our youth team goalkeeper can be his backup and let's develop him. Or if he's not ready, then... I don't know, like, if you have to get someone in on loan and as a backup... Then... Well, that's a, that's a Lee Harper... Mark Bunn situation, isn't it? Yeah, I just just think like I don't like this whole. Well, we're not sure who our number one one is. You know, we're mm. going to have a competition. No, like I know you need to keep you need to push players and stuff, but essentially what you're doing there is you've got like we've had this season with the best one in the world. You've got two goalkeepers. Neither are really good enough to be a number one. I don't think personally, and I don't see a huge amount of Steve Arnold, but I wouldn't be that confident with him as our number one I don't think so you've got sort of two average at best goalkeepers as opposed to one good goalkeeper and one sort of youth goalkeeper learning it just seems like it's been overcomplicated I just made a startling discovery by the way Oh, this might scare you it's not really scare you Uh, Jonathan Mitchell's Derby contract expires this summer (laughs) I don't (laughs) I don't don't think there's anything to worry about there Uh, I found the news news article from, from when he signed this deal the 22-year-old has signed a fresh four-year deal to the summer of 2021, further highlighting how highly the club rate him. <laughs> <laughs> they obviously haven't okay. seen him kick. 
No, no. If he's no, our no, goalkeeper, no. I will tell you now. If he's our goalkeeper on the opening game of the season next season, I'll be apoplectic with rage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll unfurl my Great. banner. <laughs> <laughs> what will it say? He'll just say the other way, Jonathan. <laughs> Catch it. Um, yeah, I. Do you know? So I saw this this thread on Twitter the other day that was. You've been on Twitter um, a lot, Charles. I have, yeah. So it was it was in response to Jake Sharp's little tweet thread about the the retained list. Sharpie. Um, Max Miller said that um, we're looking much more of an attacking threat when Caleb Chukwamika is on. Brady has to give him more chances next season. Has the club now got too many strikers? We're top heavy, but we're not very strong top. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Did you say top heavy? He did say top heavy. Yeah. Like Put in terms of batter. <laughs> like Erica Rowe. But it's like you wouldn't... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You know Don't who Eric Murray is, Danny. Don't go there again. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I, was, I couldn't pick out um, who I'd start next season, who I'd trust to be the leading line. That's it, isn't it? I mean, you are right. There are a lot of strikers, and none of them have been particularly bountiful, shall we Ooh. say. Enjoyed that. Thanks. I mean, we're gonna we're going to need fresh strikers aren't we let's be honest here I mean I know that John Brady said that they may not still be here that you know he didn't turn around and say anyone was on the transfer list did he but he's got to be on the lookout for a striker hasn't he Neil well you'd hope so I think it's a given isn't it I did hear him say that you know next season at some sometimes he would like to play two up front Um, Hmm. so and he did say you know I'm sure we'll be looking. So, yeah, I think he will be. I've got no idea who that might be. Who do you think it will be? I think Danny Rose will play, honestly. Do you think? I think just because, I think if you look at it, you you think if we'd have signed Danny Rose this summer when we'd gone down, we'd be pretty happy, wouldn't we? Going into a League Two season with him in. I think if he he comes back and I just think it's, it's not been the type of thing for him. This for whatever, just hasn't worked this season for whatever reason. But if he's got a bit more quality behind him, I think he could still do. The job he still he bangs in goals in League Two. You sometimes get that with strikers, don't you? That they they score a lot in League Two, but then they don't take the step up. So it could be that that happens. I, I'd I'd probably expect to see Danny Rose start in August. Benny Ashley Seal, top scorer. Yeah. I just <laughs> do you know? I mean, what I what I would really like to see is I'd like to see Alex Jones earn himself a contract because I think he would actually be really good for us in League Two. I, I think he's probably, in terms of his ability, would be good enough for League One. I think he showed on a couple of occasions that he does have a bit of a more advanced footballing brain yeah, than yeah, yeah, totally. a League Two striker. I mean, he's got to work on his one-on-ones, obviously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, I, I think that would be quite a coup to, to get him to sign a contract. I, I'd want him to earn a deal that would be for like two years at least because uh, I can see him being someone that might end up making us a bit of money. How old is he? That good. Yeah, I, I mean, have you seen him go one-on-one with the keeper, Charles? <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I look at it and go, well, he, he'd had 18 months out of the game. 
I don't care. Beforehand. Seven, it's 26. Right, fair Yeah, enough. you see, I think, so he's coming towards what would be normally the prime years, isn't he? 27, 28 is usually prime years. So if he has an amazing season in League Two, let's say he banged in 20-odd goals in League Two next season, then clubs would want him the year after. Maybe we'd keep him, though, in League One. Oh, don't get me wrong. If that would, I would want that's the one thing that I would want is for anything that happens this time next year. So whether we've gone up or what, I'd like to see more continuity. I don't want to be sat here looking at having to go and get a brand new squad again. Mm-hmm. I want to see actual progression in the squad building rather than every year being a huge, highly turnover of players because that's essentially what completely cocked us up last year. If we'd have kept more of that bunch together, I think we'd have been more successful. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Out of interest on the Alex Jones thing, what what was the injury he had that kept him out for so long? Danny, do you know, Statman? Uh, I don't know. Scared of goalkeepers? (laughs) (laughs) Anxiety Uh, went through one-on-one with the goalkeeper. (laughs) Did they put it as his showreel? What, missing they, the one-on-ones. They announced him oh. signing after his, his coming back for pre-season training. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, look, I, I we could we could obviously go and go through. There was a retain, uh, sorry, a, a list of players that I think Gab Sutton put on Twitter, which was a list of players that had been released, and we could go through all of that all the way through the summer, couldn't we? And, and, and speculate as to who we might want, and then who Brady might want, and and who therefore we might see in. Cobbler's Colours start next season. But we it's so early days, isn't it? I mean, the retain mm. list comes out. That is essentially, that's the end of the season now. Mm. So... there be so many out of contract as well, isn't there? Yeah, it's, it's holiday time. What are they going to do? Be... They can't go to Marbella. <laughs> I don't think any of them deserve to go to Marbella, Neil. Mar-gate. Go to Skegness instead, yeah. Margate. <laughs> Can I bring someone to the table, Charles? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, the boardroom table. Yeah, out of contract in the summer. Uh, also 26. Adam Solid. <laughs> also didn't score a lot of goals, just like Alex Jones in his past. But 32 goals this season in League 2. Paul Mullen. Cambridge really? United. Out of contract, yeah. Get him in. 32 goals in 46 games. But that's the first time that he's properly like had one of them seasons. It's weird. He'll stay with Cambridge, right? They've just got promoted. I would imagine sure. so, yeah. But yeah. get him in. So get him off the table. out of contract as well. Can I bring someone to the table with a chair? Bring it. Yeah, yeah. With a chair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Luke Chambers. Oh, yeah. Get him in. That's what we were talking about last week, wasn't it? That's exactly the type of player I was thinking of when we were having that discussion last week. Get him in. Luke Luke Chambers. Chambo to his friends. (laughs) Of which you are one. (laughs) Ipswich put out a uh, little video of Luke. Chambers. It was like a show reel, but more of like a, a goodbye show reel. So he's showing all of his best moments. And it, and I it had too, a bit of a tear in my eye. Was it set to like emotional Westlife music or something? A little bit, yeah. There was a key change <laughs> and they all stood up. Yeah. <laughs> no, he went he went at one point he went into a school and uh he, he to to give this kid a, a shirt and to tell him that he was going to be the mascot. I think in I think it was probably the East Anglian Derby. And uh, and then then Luke led the team out with the with the little boy next to him, and uh, and then banged in a header to yeah. to score against uh, Norwich. So yeah, it was a, yeah. a that's a mascot experience and a half, isn't it? If you bang yeah. in a header, in your, oh, no, I mean, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, 
I think uh, I, I'd, I'd like to see him come back because um, he's local lad. You know, that's the, it's not the team that he supports because he was an Arsenal fan when he was at school. But, no, he uh, started his career with us, didn't he? So. You know, he started his career mm. with us. I'd, like, it'd be great for him to come and end his career with us. I mean, he's not that old. He's, well, it'll be either 35, 35 or 36. So, 35. you know, one one school year below me. Experienced. Experienced man in the back. Yeah. Do the, job. the only thing well, yeah. I think of is wages with him, and he's probably on championship yeah. wages, I think. Depends but, you what know. he... It, it, I, it will depend, won't it, on what he really wants and whether he's whether it, how sensible he was with his money throughout his career. Because he might, you never know. Some players they might turn around and go, "Well, do you know what? It's not about a payday. It's about just finishing the career at a club, you know, yeah. that, that, that I could do well at." And that's and what you said it to him as, right? You yeah. know, come and come and lead the line with us. Look, you know, if we need if we lose Lloyd Jones, which is quite likely, we're going to need a captain. Um, mm-hmm. You know, come and. Lead the line, lead the defence for us, be captain, get us back up into League One. What a way to retire. Brilliant. I've done it for him. I'll get him on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Hi, Luke. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who was that? I don't know. It's me. Look, I've had me, I've had me jab today and I'm feeling really tired. It's starting uh, to show. <laughs> I, I'm feeling like, I've started to just feel a bit like, oh, I could just close my eyes. Well, I'll tell you what, you you doze off. Me and Danny yeah, will finish. Yeah, we'll, finish we'll, we'll, we'll bring some more names to the table for the next yeah. hour and a half. I've got another. I've got. I've got another name. Well, go on, does it start with an A? It does not start with an A. That's, I'm saving that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Uh, it would be a massive long shot. Michael Jacobs. No, he's not out of contract, is he? No, hence why it'd be a massive long shot. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. So you're, you're just naming former Cobblers players. I tell you is what it what is. Doing? Yeah, I tell you what it is with Michael Jacobs. I've always had a thing with him. When he when he played for us, I, I genuinely was one of the players I really, really, really enjoyed watching. Um, yes, and, and he was just the sort of player that I, I just loved watching him play football. And but as always with those sort of players that we get at Cobblers, I didn't feel like I got to watch him enough. Um, so at mm. some point, obviously it's too early now. He's only 29. I think he's at Portsmouth now, isn't he? Um, yeah. So it's too early, but another couple of seasons, maybe. Maybe we'll be able to snag him for you know a season or two. Snag it. Snag it. Who did you? Who were you going to bring to the table that began with A, Danny? Not of interest. Adi Bayo, I can remember, of course. Oh. <laughs> Get him. I, I've got one. It begins, <laughs> yeah, with, begins with M. It was every, every summer for the next 20 years, still. Bayo, he's the new, I'll tell you what he is, he's the new Malcolm Christie. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's exactly who I was going to go for. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd take Bayo, wouldn't you? You'd take him back for a... Get him we, in there. Play, if we, if maybe we, you see the new assistant. Really, really? New assistant. Get him Take him back. Play a coach. Spirit. No. Yeah, no. I love Bayo to come pieces, on. but no, come on. Come and play for peanuts, <laughs> Bayo. Come and come on. Bayo up Bayo. front. Imagine, imagine Bayo and Hoskins. Together. Oh, it's the dream team. <laughs> I think my brain would explode. But... I thought I thought the dream team was Ben Tozer with Bayo, to be honest. Yeah, Are you trying to replace Ben Tozer with Sam Hoskins' long throw? I don't think that quite works. We could do worse than Ben Tozer, you know. I, I, uh, just as a <laughs> as a serious note, I actually wouldn't take Bayo back, just to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for that. Ben Tozer voted well, well, with you again, by the way, for Charlton. He did, didn't he? Second year in a row. I would think he deserves that, to be honest. Captain, How do you know? How many of their games did you watch? Promotion. <laughs> no, he's captain them to promotion to the league title. Um, did a did a good block off the line. Who was the the FA Cup game that they 
Leicester, yeah. Liverpool, wasn't it? Because there was a game. There was that rumor about Liverpool trying to sign him. Deserves it for just that. Do you remember that? That's that. Um, oh, yeah. Rumour came out <laughs> earlier in the season that there's, Liverpool needed a centre back yeah. and they wanted to sign him. But they, they yeah. signed that lad from Preston instead, didn't they? Yeah, brilliant. Well, look, that's it. Thanks very much, Danny. Thanks, Neil. Uh, and also thanks to our sponsor for this episode, RLS Print and Design Limited. Remember to go to rlsprintanddesign.co.uk Print for it. all your printing needs. Uh, we'll be back next week with our annual end of season awards show. Ooh. Yes. It's the Bayos. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Way! There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The coppers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Get him in. Bayo! Print it. This podcast is a proud member of the Fan Hub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with FanHub to put fans first. Search FanHub app to play your part in the journey. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.